Two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Hey, everyone. It's Chantal and Liz with Centrist Federal Credit Union. Hey, guys. We just want to give a big thanks to all of our listeners because you all keep listening. They keep putting us in front of the mic. <laughs> I don't I'm sure know. that's such a good idea, but, uh, well, I know my family, they are pretty embarrassed by the, by me sometimes. Always, right? Like yep, they, every day. I know we've had the last couple ones, Jace was in here, my son was in here watching, and he's like, you think you're really cool, don't you? <laughs> of course I do. I mean, come on. Come on, no. <gasps> Hello. So today's a big day. It is a big day. So October 20th commemorates International Credit Union Day. Yeah, and that's that's actually the annual event that commemorates credit union movements' impact and their achievements. Did you? That was really really nice explanation of that. I mean, you did really good. It was really structured. I liked it. A Thank lot. you. <laughs> it helps. It helps when you have good notes prepared. Did you even know that there was a credit union day? Not when I started at Centris. No, I did not. But did you know there was a taco day the oh, other day? Oh yes, I did. And there's also a. Um, Ice cream day. I know. Pizza day. I know. Who knew? All sorts of days. So Credit Union Day, we are celebrating it today. And I think when we started talking about this, you know, for us and even starting this podcast, it was all about things that we just didn't know in the financial industry. Yep. And in such a short amount of time, the things that we have learned, but Mm -hmm. how the credit union space is so dedicated to educating its members and the community and the employees of credit unions and wherever you work. So it's exciting today to, to really celebrate that. And I think we're going to have a really informative and educational show to really celebrate this day. We are. We've got a very special guest with us today. Our guest just recently revealed he's one heck of a cowboy, which shouldn't be a surprise because he has to wrangle over 300 employees every day. He's been in the banking industry since 1990 and with Centris since 2009. He's our president and CEO and resident cowboy, Steve Swanstrom. Hi, Steve. Hello, ladies. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> cowboy Steve's in the studio. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are hey. you doing? Great. Great. Thank Good. you so Thanks much. Thanks for, for having me. Yeah, oh, thanks gosh. for joining us today. I, did, I didn't know I was, you know, cool enough to hang out with oh, you guys. Yes. Yes. I, oh, yeah. I've, I've heard your other guests, and um, they're, they're the... <laughs> They're the rocks and the foundation of Centris, and uh, I didn't know that I was oh, yes. cool enough to be able to come be one of your guests. So. We're just, we were just waiting for the perfect yeah. time. Today is the perfect day for you to talk all the good things. So. It is a perfect day. Yeah. <laughs> International Credit Union Day. Yes. What absolutely. a big deal. This is, uh, this is an exciting time. And uh, again, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's the 74th anniversary of it, correct? That's in the U.S., yeah, yeah. Well, no, for the world, yeah, yeah. Internationally, yeah. Um, I think we were talking earlier that credit unions uh, around the globe were founded about 150 years yeah, ago. Incredible. And here in the U.S., they had been around since the early 1900s, but it wasn't until 1934 that the Federal Credit Union Act was signed by FDR, coming out of the Great Depression, and that's really the the catalyst or what jump started the credit union movement here in the U.S. A few states uh, in the Northeast had credit unions at the state level, but to put it on a national scale, uh, which Centris 
became a part of is uh, pretty exciting to commemorate and uh, celebrate. That's pretty incredible. So give us a little history. So that was a little history lesson on credit unions, but give us a little history around Centris. Um, sure. How was our credit union formed? Sure. So uh, in about July of 1934 is when the Federal Credit Union Act was signed. And in October of 1934, the Northwestern Bell Telephone Company here in Omaha had seven visionaries that decided, hey, we need a, we can start a credit union. And so they did that. And Centris, I'm always proud to say, was the 28th federally chartered credit union founded in October of 1934. So our charter number is 28. And we like to promote that each and every day because it shows how committed we are to the movement and how much we want to celebrate this special day. And you are now leading the charge for us. You are our fearless leader. So am I leading or am I pushing from behind? (laughs) I I wonder, but we're walking uh, alongside. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how your journey started. Yes. Um, So I, uh, uh, in 1990, um, had a summer job as a teller at a bank and had a lot of fun with that. I was a econ major in college. And so home for the summer, one summer and uh, worked at a bank. And I just really enjoyed uh, two primary things. One, I enjoyed the interaction with the customers. It was Mm -hmm. always fun. And as we know, everybody's different in the world. And so you got some characters in there and uh, it was always fun to to see the people that came through. Uh, But just the camaraderie of the team. Uh, and, And then the geeky mathy part and all of that I was always pretty good at and the finance side and I always thought that was always fun but uh, but just the people part of it at the end of the day is what really attracted me to the business and the industry and so from there is kind of what jump-started uh, my my journey into this uh, industry and hard to believe that that's been uh, more than a decade ago so <laughs> it's been a while he said some really good things but then he said I really like math and then I like lost it like yeah. I, I, I everything I blacked out at that yeah point. yeah, yeah. Yep, we just I heard math and I saw yeah, numbers. And yeah, yeah. It's marketing girls. We just can't, yeah. can't move on. From well, that. that's why I'm I'm lucky to have people like you because <laughs> I do the same thing with marketing. Right? So, <laughs> he blacks out when he sees our stuff. Yes. There are things yes. that you guys say and bring and do that I just glaze over and nod my head yes. yes and now say, we know. Yeah. go forth and prosper. That's and, why we get uh, a lot of thumbs up. Like, you guys ho- are doing hopefully right. it works out. Yes. Good luck, girls. You got this. So, Steve, you've worked in both a bank and credit union. Can you give us mm. your best ex- explanation about the difference between a credit union and a bank? And and then we can maybe give you a quick quiz on maybe some misconceptions that we know of. Absolutely. Uh, so first and foremost, credit unions were formed to promote smart spending and sound financial practices. So, as I said, 1934, coming out of the Great Depression, mm. um, Credit was tight for people uh, and banks weren't lending to people uh, for a myriad of reasons. And so that's why credit unions were founded under the premise of people helping people. That's one of our mantras. One of our sayings as an industry is we're here to help each other. And so the biggest difference between a bank and a credit union is our ownership structure. And so credit unions are uh, financial cooperatives that are owned by our members uh, who are our customers. And so at the end of the day, you belong to a credit union, you're part of the ownership group, and you're part of the decision-making process as far as um, they call it a democratic process. So all of our 
board members, all of our uh, supervisory committee members, the the people that uh, help help ensure that we're guided in a safe and sound manner are all volunteers. They're unpaid. They volunteer their time and they're elected by our membership on an annual basis. And so that really, in a nutshell, is the biggest difference is just the way that we are owned and structured. And as a result, it puts us as a management team on the same page or on the same side of the table as our member owners when we're trying to make decisions about new products, services, pricing, whether it's rates or fees, um, where we're going to put new branches. Uh, All those decisions are made based on what feedback we get from our members and then somewhere down the road is that mathy stuff (laughs) whether we're making any money or not it's not that we're here to lose money but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we are built and designed to reinvest in um, in our members and in serving their needs the best that we possibly can each and every day it's a great great just description of, of that. A lot of yeah. words. A lot of words, but <laughs> such a great description. I, I know that when I started, and we've had this conversation, Liz, that when we started, our friends were like, what, what is a credit union? What is the difference? How can you explain it? Like, you, you know what? I'm going to look on the website and I'm going to understand it, but it, I don't think it is as clear as people think it is um, until you get into the business of it and, and the relationship. Well, and not surprising either that so um, across the U.S., credit unions account for about 150 million people uh, as customers or members. So out of 350 million Americans, that's about a third of the population, right? Mm -hmm. So that means two-thirds of the population isn't a member of a credit union and therefore probably doesn't know much about a credit union. Right. Also, to go with that, Although we serve a third of the population, credit unions only account for about 7% of the total financial deposits in America. So 93% of the dollars are controlled by the banks and the banking system. Um, So think about that for a minute. Let that soak in that I mentioned credit unions were founded about people helping people and helping people of modest means. So even though we are serving a third of the population, we only control 7% of the total dollars that are out there, which means we're here for you. We're here for everybody. But it also means that we have a lot of work to do with education and educating that other two thirds of the population, who we are, what we do, why we are a better alternative, uh, what that means. And that's why days like today, International Credit Union Day is a great way to bring that attention and give us the opportunity to have conversations like this. Absolutely. Generate that awareness of why we're different and why we're we're beneficial to the members and to the community that we're, that we're serving. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And there are misconceptions. So tell us, tell us yep. true or false. Okay. You need to be an employee of the phone company to become a member at Centris specifically. False. false. That used to be uh, when we were founded out of the phone company back in 1934, that used to be the requirement, but not today. If you are, uh, if you live, work, or worship in any of our communities, uh, which is in the Council Bluffs, Omaha area, or Grand Island, North Platte, you too can become a member of the credit union today. So Very good. All right. Another misconception. Credit unions only offer savings accounts and car loans. Uh, Again, that's false. So way back when, uh, talking 60s, 70s, maybe even into the 1980s, 
um, that was pretty much what credit unions focused on. So focused on savings. We can talk more about that later, uh, but also really, really good at helping you buy that first car or buying a car. Um, and so that was that was kind of the area of expertise uh, many, many decades ago with credit unions. But today we've grown to a point where we offer a full service suite of products and services that you can find at any bank, including the big box banks. And we also have the technology that can provide self-service options as well. So we're right there able to compete each and every day with anything that anybody else can do. Auto loans, mortgage, everything. We've got it. Everything. Business banking. Some people don't realize that. Um, but uh, yeah. Great. That was the next question. Can you help small businesses? True or false? True. Very good. We can absolutely help small businesses, and we do that each and every day. We have a team of experienced uh, folks that... Uh, I'm proud to say came out of the banking space and hmm. I'm proud to say that because they have a lot of experience in working with small businesses and we are proud to be able to offer that experience to our members and to anybody else in the community that wants to bring their business accounts to Centris and experience the same one-on-one -on -one relationship service that we do on the consumer side, also on the business banking side. I think the biggest piece for that too that we've talked about is how being local is such yeah. a big piece of the puzzle. When you're right here doing business here, uh, we're, we're right with you. We're living and breathing in the same community. And that's really important. Such a big facet of the credit union space as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I mentioned that the way that we're structured from an ownership standpoint uh, means that every dollar that we do earn gets reinvested into the credit union, into the communities that we serve. So said another way, the retained earnings or the earnings that we make in Omaha don't go to, let's say, California, <laughs> New York, uh, someplace outside of Omaha. 100% of what is earned here in Omaha stays in Omaha. Um, and same thing goes for our other communities that we serve. Very so. Good. It is a differentiator, and we are proud to be able to continue to reinvest in the communities that we all live in, that we all raise our kids in, that we all love to be a part of. And uh, Centris is just proud to be able to help that when it comes to the financial needs of the community as well. Very good. So the theme, as we're talking about International Credit Union Day, the theme of it this year is empower your financial future with a credit union. Steve, what does that statement mean to you as you lead Centris here in Omaha, Nebraska? Yeah. So um, when I think of empowerment, I, I think first and foremost of financial education. Um, Centris is a big believer in financial education. You guys have talked about it on this podcast before. Um, and the reason is that that's the foundation. When you're, when you're a kid, when you're a young adult, um, getting those habits um, and, and things that you guys have promoted already on the podcast, um, getting into those those beliefs and those mindsets early on is so critical to your financial future as an individual. And it's easier said than done. But um, I think that really is the foundation of helping empowering people to take control of their future financial either success or needs or um, so whether it's saving for a car or a house or retirement or a kid's education, um, it, it just takes those foundational habits that you that we want to be a part of teaching and educating from the littlest 
kids to the youngest adults and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. So staying on that education front, what are some tips that you would give young adults who are just starting out, even, even kids who are just, you know, saving and and learning from their parents? What are some, some tips that you'd give them um, around financial savings? Yeah. The two biggest ones that come to my mind are just that savings habit, right? Um, So a cup of coffee at Starbucks costs five bucks, right? Um, What's one day without it and putting that $5 into an account that you don't pay attention to or see, or uh, I I like to call it a rainy day fund. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually you do that every week. And at the end of the year, you're going to have a pretty good little savings account there for the future and whether the future is again saving for uh, a gaming system saving mm-hmm. for a car saving for a house saving for college um, whatever it takes it starts with the foundation of those habits and then once you progress and become that that young adult the second thing that i think is critically important is understanding credit and your credit score and what all that means and why it's so critically important and then how to manage your credit and your credit score because we see at the credit union um, every single day people coming in wanting to buy young adults wanting to buy a car wanting to buy a house and because they haven't paid their bills on time because there are things that have been going on that maybe they weren't aware of when it comes to Uh, The biggest thing is usually not paying your bills on time. And then what that gets reported uh, and what that says to financial uh, institutions like Centris is you don't take managing money seriously. And if you don't take managing money seriously, then how can we trust you with the responsibility of buying a big ticket item like a car or a house and understanding or expecting that you're going to have to you know, repay that debt over time and do it in a reliable manner. Um, So just again, getting into the habit of paying your bills on time, understanding how that all is going to affect your credit score, which then the biggest benefit of all of that is the better you can show that you are at doing that, the higher your score is. And then inversely, the lower your interest rate is going to be. So at the end of the day, the smarter you are and the better you are at managing your money, which we are here to help do, the more we can save you in making those purchases and what that cost is going to be when it comes to either your interest rates or your fees or anything that goes into it. So those are the two big things that I always think of is when you're little, get in the habit of saving. And then as you get a little bit older, make sure you understand your credit and credit scoring and credit reporting and how that whole world works. And again, Centris is here to help with that education. And so that, that I think in my mind is, are the two biggest things. Great. I think we've had it on this podcast, the conversation about instant gratification, the world that we live in right now is so instant gratification and you know, young adults, it's just, I want it right now. You know, I, I'm living with two of these right now in my house, you know, and you want it right now, but saving is so important to the point, to to your point, if you're not paying your bills on time, if you're not looking ahead, you're going to be in trouble down the road. You could be in trouble, you know, getting that first house, getting that first car. So it's so important that we continue to just spread that, right. That word, I guess. Yeah. Or you just don't have the options that maybe you want. Right. So um, we we had one of our mortgage loan officers last Friday share a story with me about 
a young lady he's working with to help buy her first home. And with interest rates rising now, uh, right now today, and, and affordability becoming a topic that people are questioning or worrying about, right. she had the perfect attitude. She said, and obviously she must be a good math person, so... <laughs> But, God bless her, but, her. Yeah. but her comment to this loan officer was, you know what, regardless of where interest rates are, I can buy this house and my monthly payment is going to be $1,100 versus I'm paying $1,400 today in, in rent to my mm -hmm. apartment landlord. Yep. So I can save $300 a month by buying my own home. Yep. It's mine. I own it. Right. I'm paying myself. And what better way to reward yourself than having that ability to be able to, again, pay yourself Absolutely. and feel good about what you're doing for your financial future. And so that was a great story. And again, it's an example of if you pay attention to your finances and you manage them appropriately, this gives you the flexibility and the freedom to do what you want when you want it. And in this case, save $300 a month in your rent Absolutely. and be able to pay yourself each and every month in, uh, in owning that home. So it's a fun story. And, uh, and we have many, many of those that we like to share. Um, so there are still, 1.4 billion people across the globe who are unbanked. What does that mean? And why do you feel credit unions have the perfect business model to empower their members' financial future? Mm, good question. <laughs> um, by providing community-based financial services, which we talked about, uh, allows credit unions to empower people to access high quality. We feel that we're a quality provider uh, of financial services. We don't treat you like a number. We truly treat you like a name and we partner with you. And so we feel like we're able to provide affordable financial services through that ownership structure and that partnership that we have. And that at the end of the day, we're perfectly aligned because of that member-owned financial cooperative model to be able to serve our members' financial needs. And that, again, every member matters to a credit union. And so we take it very seriously here at Centris. I know our credit union brethren across the country and across the globe do as well, that we, as I said, I can't uh, beat the drum enough, we are on the same side of the table as our members, as our customers. Right. We aren't at odds. We aren't adversarial. We aren't trying to take advantage of them. We are truly here to serve their needs and try to identify what those needs are through consultation, through a partnership, through a conversation and understanding of what they're trying to accomplish and where they're trying to go. And we aren't just trying to sell a product and send you on your way out the door. Uh, we aren't just a transaction that says, okay, thanks for doing that. I'll never see you again. Um, we want you to come in frequently. We have free coffee in our branches. Come, <laughs> come drink coffee, hang out with us. Right. We, we want to get $5. to know you. We yeah. want to hear about you and your friend, your family and your kids and your grandkids. And we, we have the, the other fun thing that I like about us at Centris and in particular, and I know we aren't unique, but is the generational membership that we have. Yep. We have, uh, I, I know off the top of my head, and maybe it goes deeper, but I, I know I've seen firsthand personally four generations of members at our credit union from the original phone company member back in the 50s and 60s to their kids 
to the grandkids to now the great grandkids that have come in and opened the accounts for the new babies mm -hmm. and all of that. So I have firsthand witnessed those four generations come through our doors and it's just fun to see. And it's fun to have that generational relationship that, uh, that again is what Centris is all about. That's, that's what we like. That's why we come to work every day. That's what gets us excited. I don't know if you can tell in my voice. But, yes, uh, yes. The passion. But, uh, yeah, I, love it. It, it, I, I hope everybody can hear yeah. this and feel it, this. And it's truly the biggest difference between us and, and at least a big box bank. Yeah. And, yep. and I know a lot of community banks have that same tradition and, uh, and provide that same level of service. Um, but I know Centris, I know what we've built. I know what we're continuing to do. Uh, and with great people like the two of you getting the word out and uh, spreading the word about who we are, um, I, I know that we can do better than the big box, big box banks that we compete against. And as I said, they have a lot of customers and we know they have yeah. a lot of customers that aren't very happy right now. And yep. yet they don't know where to go. Right. They, they don't know that it can be different elsewhere. Right. Their fear is they go somewhere else and it's going to be the exact same experience going to be the exact same thing. And that's why we're here to tell them there is a better way to do this. Right. <laughs> and, right. And Centris yeah. is that way. So, yep. and you said like earlier, it's people helping people. And that's not a marketing tagline. No. That is literally the philosophy of the credit union space, not of just Centris, but all of the credit unions. We live and breathe that mantra. So it's not. We're not just trying to spin it. It really, truly is. When you walk in that door, you're going to feel that relationship rather than that transaction. Well, that's Absolutely. how we do business every day. That's how we think yeah. of the work that we're doing every day. It's what are we going to do to help our members? How can we help the community? How can we help our members? Yep. That's how we think every day when we walk into the building. Yeah. And it's, it's a great feeling knowing that you're making a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. Well, and that's why I'm happy you guys are on our team. And uh, we have 300 people just like uh, the three of us. And uh, it, it's not, uh, we, we, we've, from our new hires and even people that have started recently, they always say, when is this all going to end? Yep. <laughs> right. Um, yep. And I think, I think you guys have expressed that as well. Uh -huh. yep. It's like Centra, there's something great about Centris, but can it really last? Yep. And I'm here to tell you that as long as I've been the CEO, it has lasted and it will continue to last. It, uh, it's a fun place to be. It's a great place to be. We have a great team. We have great people. And to Liz's point, each and every day they come in and they advocate and they promote exactly what we're describing and what you're describing here today. So it's awesome. So we kind of talked about this, but um, you said, you mentioned the word advocating, you know, why is the government advocacy for credit unions so important today. Yeah. Um, so sometimes there's thought out there that bigger is better, right? And yet we know in reality that's not always the case. <laughs> right. <laughs> So unfortunately, you know, lawmakers are very, very busy. They have a lot of industries that want their attention. They have a lot of uh, people knocking on their doors and they just don't understand the difference between a community size or a community credit union and a large national bank. And so as a result, uh, many times they unknowingly promote one size fits all legislation. We all get lumped in the same basket. It's like, oh, well, they're all financial services. And as I mentioned, we as a credit union now offer the same products and services yep. that a bank does. Um, so unfortunately, unless they're educated, they just think, oh, they're all the same. They all do checking accounts. They all do loans. They all do this. They all do that. Uh, but 
the reality is, as we've just been discussing, there's a huge difference, a gigantic difference. And so it's our job to help advocate for that or educate them on those differences between a credit union and a bank and ensure that consumers have a choice when it comes to managing their financial needs. Uh, Because as I said, a third of the population is at least a member of a credit union, but only 7% of the dollars are actually housed at or placed at a credit union. So um, a lot of work that we can do to try to show why we're different. And it all starts with the laws that govern our industry and govern the way that we do business. And first and foremost, we don't want, nor do we feel it's appropriate to be governed the same way as a large multinational or a large national organization that isn't community oriented at the same way that we are. Not to say that they don't do great things for their communities and that they aren't good community stewards and partners, but it's just not the same as us who everything we do is about and for the community and the people that live in that community. Because again, that's the way we're chartered. Our chartering requires us to do business in Council Bluffs, Omaha, Grand Island, North Platte, and Tryon. And so we can't go and do business outside of those communities. So by charter, we are forced to do things differently because right. of the way that we're structured and chartered. And, uh, and it's a good way Absolutely. and it's for the good, but that's why advocacy is important because not everybody knows that or understands that. Right. And that's part of our job to try to make sure that they do. That's great. We've answered, you've answered so many of our questions. One of the things that I, I think is so important to us is just how can we continue to empower our own members with their financial success for the future? What is it that, that we can do and, and help promote to them if they're, hopefully they're listening. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully it's not just my husband. (laughs) Um, Well, first and foremost, we have another saying in the credit union that is how can we save our members time and or money? Um, and we feel that by saving them time and saving them money that we're helping to empower them to become financially strong. And so how do we do that? Well, we save them time by providing self-service tools and technology that helps them to quickly and easily monitor and manage their personal finances. So, you know, you can pull up our app and in a moment's notice, you can know what your account balance is. You can know if a check's cleared, if a ACH payment's cleared. Um, I said a check, right? That shows how old I am and where my beginnings are. Does anybody out there know what a check is anymore? Um, But anyway, so yeah, so we can save you time uh, in that way. We also want to save you time in our decisioning. So if you come in for a loan, we want to be able to give you a quick response so that you know right then and there, okay, how much of a car can I afford? How much of a house can I buy? What can I do here and make sure that we're giving you information in a timely manner that you can continue to progress and move forward without waiting days, weeks, certainly not months, but um, we want to try to help you with that. And then how do we save people money is by, again, consulting with you to find the best product possible. So that's where, yes, we have self-service tools and options, but we don't leave you on an island by yourself to try to figure things out. We want to discuss with you, consult with you, help with you. And it can be either face-to-face if you prefer. But again, under the idea of saving time, call us, email us, 
soon we're going to have a chat function. So you can do real-time chat and all of those things that can help you, again, get your answers quickly and easily. And then lastly, we can save you money by offering low loan rates and competitive pricing on deposits or competitive rates on deposits and also lower no fees. For example, online banking, mobile banking, that costs the credit union money to have those services but we don't pass on or charge a dime to our members for that. Those are free of charge. Those are free services to our members. And it's something that, again, we can help save you money and save you time with. Very good. Great answers. Love it. And it's so good too, because like you said, the time and the money, and this is in the market that we're in right now, that time is crucial when it comes to buying the car, buying the house. So to be able to give them an answer or response pretty quickly, that's, that's kind of crucial right now. Um, very much so. Yeah. We, we hear the stories right now about both of those with the, you know, shortage of inventory on vehicles, shortage of inventory on housing. I mean, you need to make a decision almost there on the spot to be able to get what you want. And so that's why, again, we're here and our team is here to try to help you make the best possible decision and make sure that you're, you're, you are truly empowering yourself to be financially strong and financially independent. This has been an incredible podcast. Um, Steve, we have this segment that we call a penny or two for your thoughts. Um, weird that it matches the title. but um, <laughs> Seems like it was pre-planned maybe. Yeah, pre-planned, I don't know. Maybe. Weird. So weird. <laughs> Strategery. <laughs> um, so our question for you today is, what would be the most important point you'd like our listeners to leave with today out of everything that we mentioned, especially around International Credit Union Day? Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, the most important point, if I can end on this high note, is that Centris is a great place to bank with people who truly care about your financial well-being. Period. End story. Period that's that's dropped Mike. Oh, yeah. he dropped Mike. He left room. Celebrate <laughs> International <laughs> Credit Union Day this yep. way. It, it's I been amazing. It. Thank you so much. Well, yes. Thank you, guys. This has been fun. Awesome. Yes. And keep up the good work. And uh, I'll be curious to hear what topics you cover in the future. But All right. In the meantime, thank you for celebrating International Credit Union Day. It's uh, certainly a big day in our, our history at Centris, but also for the credit union movement. And uh, I appreciate the, the opportunity to uh, share the passion that certainly I have for Centris and uh, for everything that we do and that we try to promote. Thank you. Thanks again for joining. And I think I can speak for Chantel and I, we really appreciate your time, the insights you shared today and that passion. I feel driven. I want to just go back right back to work and start helping people as much as I can. But we also appreciate everything you do for us as employees, our members in the community every day. You're a great leader and we love that we get to work for you. And for those of you that are listening, If there's anything that you'd like us to cover, any topics or questions you have regarding all things financial, just send those our way at a penny for your thoughts at centrusfcu.org and we can find a subject matter expert to bring on the show. If you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And if you truly enjoy what you're hearing, please rate and review to help share the wealth. That way they'll keep giving us the microphone. And if you aren't doing so already, follow Centris on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn for some great financial information. You can also visit our website at centrusfcu.org or give us a call at 402-334-7000. We hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. A Media Production.